Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, friends, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. And here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. And it's the very top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So you see you get a better value in top-grade beef. Now, to give you an example, let's take a Kroger cut rib roast. Before the roast is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the short rib end, the waist, and trims the chine bone. You don't pay roast price for the short rib end and waist. And no matter whether you buy a Kroger cut steak or roast, you receive more meat, less waste. So don't forget, that's at your Kroger store. See for yourself by visiting your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get Kroger cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, hearts in harmony. Like all girls who are about to be married, Penny Gibbs is an excited and busy girl, but she's neither too excited nor too busy to devote a little time to her friend Peg Martin's little daughter, Julie. It's late afternoon in the Gibbs home, and in the living room, little Julie says, Could you read me another fairy story, Aunt Penny? Could you? (laughs) Oh, darling, I have to leave pretty soon. In fact, I ought to be on my way right now. Oh, all right. I'll start one and your mother can finish it when she comes down. Mommy and I are going out with Uncle George to eat in a regular restaurant. Yes, so I heard. Okay, what story do you want me to read this time? Read me the one about the donkey who scared the robber. The donkey, huh? Okay, now that should be in here somewhere. Don't think I can find it, though. What's it called? The Musicians of Bremen, isn't it? Uh-huh. I can find it, Aunt Penny. Oh, there it was. Oh, I passed it. Okay, let's go back a page or two. There it is. <laughs> Here's a picture of the donkey singing a song. Who ever heard of a donkey that could sing songs? Silly, isn't it? They think it's so silly. <laughs> Why do you want me to read it to you? Well, I like stories <laughs> about animals, even if they are silly. Read it, Aunt Penny, will you? All right, darling. Once upon a time, there was a certain man who had a donkey who had carried corn sacks to the mill for so many years that he was tired and worn and no longer fit for work. When the master began to consider how he might save the cost of keeping a worthless donkey, the donkey saw that no good wind was blowing for him. So he ran away, and he set out on the road to Bremen. How did the donkey know his master was thinking that, Aunt Penny? I don't know for sure, Julie, but I imagine this was a very smart donkey who could understand what people were saying. I guess so. Read some more, Aunt Penny. All right. So he ran away and he set out on the road to Bremen. For there, he said to himself, I can surely be the town musician. Now, when he walked some distance down the road, he found a hound. What's a hound, Aunt Penny? A dog, Julie. Oh. The hound was lying in the road and gasping like one who'd run until he was tired out. What are you gasping for, big dog, asked the donkey. I wish I could hear a donkey talking to a dog. It must sound funny. (laughs) Yes, it must. But I can't read this story if you keep interrupting me. I'm sorry. I won't talk anymore. All right. Now, let's see where I was. 
What are you gasping for, big dog? Asked the donkey. Oh, answered the dog. Because I am old and growing weaker every day and can no longer hunt, my master wanted to kill me, so I fled. But now, how am I to earn my bread? Dogs don't eat bread, do they, Aunt Penny? No, it's not supposed to be good for them, Julie. <laughs> anyway, to earn my bread is kind of an expression, meaning to make a living. Oh. And you promised me you wouldn't interrupt. I forgot. I won't again. All right, now let's see. Oh, yes. When the donkey heard this, he said, I tell you what. I am going to Bremen to be the town musician there. Go with me and become a musician, too. I will play the lute, and Aunt you Penny, should play... What's a... <laughs> oh, I forgot. I'm not supposed to talk. Oh, darling, you want to know what a lute is, don't you? Uh-huh. Well, let me see now. A lute is a... Are you bothering your Aunt Penny? No, Mommy. Peg, you broke in at the right time. Julie asked me to describe a lute for her. Julie, I think I told you not to ask so many questions. But, Mommy... When I don't know something and want to find out something, I have to ask questions. She's right, Pig. But Penny, she'll drive you out of your mind with questions if you let her. Aren't you supposed to meet Barry at his office about now? No, he phoned and said he wouldn't be through it a little bit later. Oh, I guess I'd better be on my way if I don't want to keep him waiting, though. Oh, no more story, Aunt Penny. Julie, I'm sorry, darling, but I told you I could only start the story for you. Maybe your mommy will finish it for you. Will you, mommy? Of course, darling. I uh, got as far as where the donkey and the dog both start off for Bremen. Oh, good heavens, <laughs> what kind of a story is that? The wonderful musicians of Bremen. Oh, here's where I left off this paragraph right oh. here. What happens next, mommy? I'll read it to you in a minute, Julie. Say goodbye and thanks to your Aunt Penny. Goodbye, Aunt Penny. Thank you very much. You're very welcome, Julie. I won't be home till late, Peg. All right, Penny. Have a nice evening. Yeah, I think I will. Bye. Bye, dear. Bye, Aunt Penny. Bye, Julie. And remember, don't you ask too many questions when somebody's reading to you. I'll try not to. Bye. Bye. Now will you read, Mommy? Oh, I suppose so. Let's see. Your Aunt Penny was here, was she? Hmm. I will play the lute and you will play the kettle drum. Dog agreed and so they went on. Mommy, what's a lute? Will you not ask questions? Well, Mommy, I don't know... quiet. After a while, the donkey and the hound came to a cat who was sitting on the road with a face as glum as three rainy days. Now, what's the matter with you, asked the... The donkey? Make up your own stories, Julie. I can't be bothered reading to you. But, Mommy, you said you finished the story. I said no such thing. Your Aunt Penny said that. No, I can't be bothered reading to you. But somebody has to, Mommy. I can't read many words. Well, that's too bad. You'll just have to wait until you're older and can read. And there's the doorbell. It's probably your Uncle George. Go open the door for him. Yes, Mommy. And when your Uncle George is here, I don't want to hear a sound out of you. I'll be quiet, Mommy. Well, look who's opening the door for good old Uncle George. Hello, Uncle George. Mommy said it was you. Oh, your mother can tell when I'm around, can't she? Where is that beautiful mother? In here, George. What? You mean you're dressed and ready to go? I don't have to wait until nearly midnight to take you to dinner at six. <laughs> well, I couldn't afford to keep you waiting this time. We have some important matters to talk over. Well, let's talk them over then. Not here. Oh, now, come on. Peg, Julie's on our side, aren't you, Julie? Aren't you, Julie? Well, what's the matter, Julie? Can't you speak when you're spoken to? Yes, Mommy. But you said for me not to make a sound while Uncle George was here. And talking makes a sound. Well, be sure you remember that. Well, George, shall we go? Might as well. Where shall we go? Oh, some nice quiet spot out on the highway, perhaps. Well, now, that doesn't sound like much of a place to take Julie. We aren't taking Julie. We aren't? Why not? Because I don't want to take her. Julie, will you stop staring at me? 
I'm sorry, Mommy. Go play with your dolls. Yes, Mommy. Let's go, George. Oh, not without Julie Pig. You want to come with us, don't you, Julie? Oh, yes, Uncle George. I'd like to. Will you shut up, George? Oh, you want Julie with us, Peg. A nice table for three, maybe with his music. And uh, you like music, don't you, Julie? Oh, yes, Uncle George. If it's pretty music. Sometimes I don't know why I don't slap your face, George. You know you don't want the child with us any more than I do. Oh, but I do want her along, Peg. I... You like anything that torments me, don't you? Well, she's not coming with us. Julie, you're staying here, and that's that. But, Mommy, Uncle George wants you're me to You're go... not to pay any attention to what your Uncle George wants. You'll do as I say. Yes, Mommy. Oh, come on, Peg. Be a sport. The kid won't be in the way. She's always in the way. Julie, will you go out in the kitchen? You'll be a good girl if we take you with us, won't you, Julie? Well, I'll be awful good, Uncle George. I can go with you, can't I? Sure you can. You just get your Julie, coat Julie, you're staying right here. Do you understand? No, Mommy, I don't. Hey, where are you going? I'm going out and you're coming with me. Come on. All right. I, I still think it'd be fun to take Julie. It'd be fun for her, I mean. Bye, Mommy. What's fun for her isn't fun for me. Don't you think I want that child out of my sight once in a while? Oh, sure, sure. Bye, Uncle oh, George. Might hurt you. Bye, Mommy. Bye, Uncle... Have a good time. Have a good... Julie, where are you? Julie, you're crying. Hello, Aunt Penny. Oh, darling, why are you crying? Where's your Mommy. Mommy's out with Uncle George with his pretty music uh, and I... Well, weren't they supposed to take you? <laughs> Mommy didn't want me. Oh, that's not true, Julie. It is true. Mommy said so. She told Uncle George she didn't want me. But I don't understand why not. I don't know why not. I didn't do anything bad. Uncle George said I could go, but Mommy said no. Come here, Julie. Come on, let me dry those eyes. Oh, my <laughs> You've been crying an awfully long time. I'm glad I came home for something you'd be crying all night. Come on. You gonna stop for Aunt Penny? Yes, Aunt Penny. I'll try. Yeah, that's better. Come on now. Let me see you smile. Come on. I wanted to hear the pretty music. Uncle George said there'd be pretty music. But Mommy said no. There must have been a reason for it, darling. Mommy hates me. Oh, Julie, that's not true. But she does. I didn't do anything bad not to go with Uncle George. Mommy just said I couldn't. And I was so good, honest I was. Oh, I'm sure you were, honey. I tell you what. If you went upstairs and wash your face, promise not to cry anymore, or to think your mommy hates you, I'll take you with me, and we'll both go with Uncle Barry to a place where there's lots of pretty music. Oh, could I? Mm-hmm. Could I really, Aunt Penny? Could I really go with you? <laughs> you really could. But you've got to be a good girl and not cry. I promise. I'll be awful good, Aunt Penny. I won't talk, and, and I won't ask questions, and I won't spill anything, and I'll just listen and listen. Oh, that's the way to learn a lot of good things and have a good time. Now, go on. Get upstairs and wash your face and hands, because we have to hurry. Well, I'll hurry, Aunt Penny. I'll hurry fast. <laughs> not too fast, Julie. Well, I'm going to hear pretty music. Julie. Yes, Aunt Penny. Did your mother really refuse to take you with her tonight? Or were you a naughty girl? I was good, Aunt Penny. Mommy just said no. Kept on saying no. No matter what Uncle George said. I see. All right, darling, run upstairs and wash. Yes, Aunt Penny. That's strange. It really is very strange. The 
beginning to think maybe my friend Peg isn't the kind of person I thought she was. Is Penny at last on her way to discovering the person Peg Martin really is? Or will Peg have some satisfactory explanation for her cruel actions toward her little daughter? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger Cut Beef. And Kroger Cut Beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger Cut Beef gives you more meat, less waste. That's because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. You get more meat, less waste in Kroger Cut Beef. It's top U.S. government grades of beef. Tender, juicy, rich red, marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. So visit your neighborhood Kroger store and buy your favorite cut of beef. If you can get a Kroger cut sirloin steak, you'll notice that before the steak is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the stringy end, the waste, and the excess bone. Remember, whether you buy a steak or roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But remember, ladies, you can buy a Kroger cut steak or roast only at Kroger stores. Make up your mind right now to visit your neighborhood Kroger store without delay. Your Kroger meat man has just the cut of beef you want. It's delicious and juicy. It's top-grade beef that will thrill your family. And don't forget, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste, which means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another exciting transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>